Hey kids, if you want to play along at home, the secret word of the day is Hardu! Waffle cones. <laughs> I wish there were waffle cones. There are. They were or were not invented by some man at the World's Fair. <laughs> but we've already talked about all this. Yeah. Uh, cones, koans, however you choose to pronounce it. Is it okay to pronounce it one way or the other? Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's okay to do whatever you want. It's a free country. I, you, I'm you know, not. What's acceptable and what's like, oh. You don't know how to pronounce that word. You know, I'm not entirely sure, but... The tasty kind? Yeah, sure. Man, it's, it's the ice cream episode all over again. Yeah, is... You know what's funny, though? We should do cones and ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since editing that episode, now I associate editing with eating ice cream. So now, invariably, some point throughout the editing process, I'm like, man, I want to go get some ice cream. Because... Is this because you were eating ice cream when you were editing? Well, no, when I was editing the ice cream episode, you just wanted I to had to. I keep hearing about all this ice cream. I'm like, <laughs> man, I got to go get an ice cream cone. So you did get ice cream. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, I, so I got some ice cream and I was eating some ice cream while I'm editing it. And then the next week... Pretty, pretty lucky you that know, you didn't get any ice cream on, it was the, like a trigger. on the old sound system. Yeah, it just became a trigger now, though, kind of like coffee and cigarettes, you know? Coffee and cigarettes? You've heard yeah. about people that yeah, quit right. smoking cigarettes. They have their coffee, and they're used to having a cigarette with coffee, so it's kind of like, you know, now when I edit, I need ice cream. Or like driving and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. If I still smoke cigarettes, I'd probably need to smoke cigarettes while I was editing, too. I'd probably smoke a lot of fucking cigarettes while I was well, editing. it's good that you don't, I guess. Or I'm not, I guess. It's definitely good that you don't. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I didn't I mean... If you, look at it, if you look at it that way, I mean... If you want to enjoy your lungs, shh. You to, know what bugs me? To just me? save it for an hour. I mean, <laughs> it it doesn't even bother me. It just bugs me if if you get if that makes sense. When I work in retail, as I've mentioned before, when people come in with those electric cigarettes, that bugs and you. They're just they just come up to me like blowing it around in my face and shit. But we got kids vapor. in the store. Well, we don't know the. I mean, it, like I said, it doesn't actually bother me. Like I don't I don't care. Like, but. I think about it, and intellectually it bothers me. Like I'm like, that's rude. There's children in this store. So they're like, kind of making it look cool to the kids. Well, like, do you need? Well, we don't know the long term effects of vapor inhalation. No, we don't. Let alone, and I know it's it's not like secondhand smoke, but I don't know. It's just kind of like there's no tact to it. It's 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 just kind of a dick move. I think. Yeah, I don't know. That's where I was going with that dick move guy yeah. with electro cigarette. Yeah, if you're smoking an electric cigarette. Don't walk into a store and ask somebody for help standing a foot away from them smoking this thing. 
I was about to say, put it out before you come in. And then I'm like, well, I mean, I, <laughs> put turn it in your it pocket before, before you come, you come in. in. You don't even turn those things off. Just put it in your pocket. You're good. <laughs> They're like an iPod classic. <laughs> Apparently, those things don't turn off. <laughs> yeah, we were talking before the episode. Craig, it was like trying to turn my iPod classic <laughs> off. Well, I, I didn't know. I've never owned one of those things. As far as I'm concerned, that's just like a brick over there that... That has surprisingly dude, a large you. amount of room fuck for songs. You. Yeah, dude, fuck <laughs> you. It's it's like a brick. You know what? If if ten years ago you came and told me that I could have something the size of a magic deck that has fourteen thousand songs on it, seriously, dude, you would call them nuts, right? And say nothing's gonna beat my disc, man. <laughs> I'd be like, you're a heretic. Burn them at the stake. <laughs> they speak untruths. The devil's tongue. My compact disc, man is all that I need. <laughs> Last week was Shark Week, so let's look at oh some my God. shark news. News about the sharks. Kind of. Main this is going to be quick. We don't really it isn't really news. It's just some stupid shit somebody said. Oh, would this happen to be about the lovely and gutter-looking Tara Reid? Is she gutter-looking? No, I I don't know. She she seems like uh, she just seems really trashy to me. Ah, okay. always has, always will. And she's yeah. super dumb. Yeah, she said some. You know what? She said some really stupid shit on the Discovery Channel. Uh, Tara Reid, star of Sharknado, from such classics that Asylum brought you. <laughs> Sharknado two in the works. That's true, sorry. Two-headed shark attack. So let's just, I'm just going to jump right into the quote. And sharks on a plane. Is, <laughs> actually, sharks on a subway. Did you hear about that? Wait, was that really? A shark was found on a subway. Oh, like on a, an actual shark in real life? Yeah, like a dead, it was like a dead shark. Well, I mean, I'd be pretty impressed if it was living. <laughs> if it made it all the it way. Pulled the... <laughs> it's like, my stop. <laughs> Times Square Station. Oh, yeah, I got to get to them strip clubs. Spend my shark monies. <laughs> Sand dollars. Ah, 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 I see what you did there. So I'm just going to jump right into the quote. Now, I will come right out and say that this is kind of presented as if this is one big sprawling quote. This wasn't just one big block of verbiage. This is sort of an ongoing thing. Yeah, like imagine some ellipses throughout it. Like this is a collection of things that she said in order. And Before you go, though, I just want to make a point that, ladies and gentlemen, this is what Discovery Channel brings to you as science. Uh, don't even get me started on those mermaids. All right. <clears throat> Let me see. Do I have a Tara Reed impression? <laughs> Today I was like, <laughs> all right. I don't want to, like, really sound stupid when I do this show today. Like, so I learned a little education on sharks. So I look up sharks on the internet and I see whale sharks. So I'm like... That must mean that a whale and a shark have sex. Of course, why wouldn't we ever? And then I think, well, how do a whale and a shark have sex? And then I realized, whales are mammals and sharks are animals, so they have nothing to do with each other. No, nothing. (laughs) So basically, the dolphins have sex with each other, but the sharks don't. So I thought, how is it such a thing? But the difference is, there's a whale shark which is the biggest shark in the ocean. He's also scary. Very scary. And then you have the great white, who's also scary. There are over 400 kinds of sharks, but the whale shark is kind of interesting because 
he is not so mean. Just shows to show. I mean, I feel like they just let her ramble her thoughts for a half an hour. Sorry, you said her, and I was like, steampunk Morgan Freeman is a man. <laughs> In the world of Amazon.com. Not, a, not to be confused with the Amazons. No, not the actual Amazons. So this guy named Tim Lake out of Phoenix, Arizona, was robbed of his Amazon.com purchase. Uh, basically some Keurig cups and an ice tray. <laughs> so well the person uh, probably didn't know what it was probably I not they just grabbed, yeah. saw a package and someone's fuck yeah. that always bothers me when i order stuff i'm always You're worried somebody's, somebody's gonna, gonna take, take it. it i never once thought of somebody in my area doing that yeah but... your community's a little more like separated from like just like random walking some, people you yeah, know what i mean some people are good some people are bad yeah, like I feel like the only people that are going to be walking by your door are people that live around are there. your neighbors. Yeah, but I worry, and I put notes that say, "Leave packages on the porch," and they don't. As they in, leave well, they're like not here, the front from, steps. Yeah. The porch front step counts. Porch it. You have to cross different. the door before you're on the porch. <laughs> right. Yeah, but they got it on camera. I don't know why he was like filming his front door, but it he was, probably just has security cameras. Like he put up uh, wanted signs for her. And basically, it was like a picture of this lady, and it's like, have you seen this woman with an asterisk next to it saying, this is either a woman or Dog the Pony Hunter has really let himself go. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's a oh, portly, snap, middle-aged blonde son. woman with sunglasses, so. I kind of <laughs> imagined she was. Yeah. And, like, it was just awesome. Like, he had this whole description of her as, like, description of perp, a jerk. Her, her eyes, vacant, uncaring, and lacking a soul. Oh, my God. <laughs> Height about yay. <laughs> you couldn't actually see her eyes. She had sunglasses right, on, you said. Right. Yeah. He's just being a smart He's just ass. being a dick, which is awesome. Her sex is female-ish. Her nationality female-ish. is... Female-ish? Her weight is 600 pounds. Wait, what was her nationality? Her nationality is un-American. Oh, okay. That's hilarious. It says parental involvement lacking. So this guy is just basically like, I may not get my package back, but fuck her. Right, for real. Like, And he hopes like there's just somebody that lives in the area. <laughs> and that she'll see the she, yeah. flyers or whatever. You're a jerk. You're such a jerk. So this California nonprofit group that helps victims of sexual abuse... Oh, that's a good thing. ...was recently robbed when their HQ was broken into. Oh, that's a bad thing. But then they got everything back. Oh, that's a good thing. <laughs> and it ends on a good thing. So, yeah. Oh, but, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> let's go back to the bad thing for a minute, though. Um, so, six computer towers, some speakers, a laptop, a bunch of books, and even, like, 100 pounds of candy or something were Seriously? stolen. Seriously? No, At not least pounds. leave the like books. 100... Yeah, why steal books? Like, you gonna... I mean, unless they're, like, first editions of Don Quixote. You can get a quarter <laughs> at Goodwill for them, like... I mean, seriously, you'd get more going to Goodwill and pretending that you were disabled and offering <laughs> to work for them for 12 cents an hour, which this isn't a joke making fun of the disabled. It's making fun of Goodwill because fuck Goodwill. Fuck you, Goodwill. You can't pay disabled people 12 cents an hour. Burn in hell. I'm sorry, folks. Nathan's still on this kick. Sorry, I channeled Bill Hicks there for a minute. This is just like flash. We're like plugging all our old we episodes. Really? Seriously. This is our best of episode or something. <laughs> Why are we walking like this? But the next day, <laughs> all of the items that were stolen were found returned in a cart, along with a note that read, we had no idea what we were taking. Here's your stuff back. We hope that you guys can continue to make a difference in people's lives. God bless. Oh, so if they were <sighs> normal people, if it wasn't like, you know, that little organization, if it was just, say, 
a normal store or something there, then they would have had no qualms with stealing all that stuff. Well, look, we don't know who these people are, what reasons they had to steal from, but they stole a bunch of shit. They found out that they stole from a nonprofit organization that helps victims of sexual abuse. They felt like shit. They brought it all back. Can we fault them? Like, yeah, we can fault yes. them for stealing it, but <laughs> that's ba- they're creating a problem to make themselves look like good guys in the end. I don't think that was their motivation. <laughs> no, their motivation was just stealing shit, which was a problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't think their motivation was to look like good guys in the end. Nor is that what I'm trying to paint them as. But um, th- this is another theory of what could have happened. Uh, they could have stolen the stuff, gotten it home, then maybe one of their parents would have found it and <laughs> made them return it. Dude, they <laughs> broke into like this corporation's headquarters. They like severed the internet and like phone lines and security cameras or something. Maybe they thought it was a like, CIA database. <laughs> this wasn't just some kids. Like I'm not saying this was some grand scale conspiracy, but I'm saying. Craig, everybody makes mistakes. So that's probably why the books were taken. So they were adults, learned adults, and they're like, hmm, I always wanted to read that. (laughs) (laughs) They probably just grabbed whatever was in sight. Who knows? Who knows? But I think that's awesome that that they saw the error of their ways and they did the right thing. And everyone makes mistakes. And if you do the right thing and you try to make up for it, what more can you say? They said they were sorry. They I'll returned everything. What more can you expect from them? I'll give you that. But at the same time, if somebody was to steal something, say they're sorry, return stuff to them, they could still have charges pressed against them. Yeah, of course. I don't think it. I'm not saying that they should be legally abdicated. Is that the right word? Abdicated? Yeah, I think so. I think that means it's like when you get all buffed up and jacked, right? <laughs> <laughs> Is that George Bush? No. Nope. Bob your shoulders a little more when you laugh. They can't see, but it's like smiling on the phone. They can hear it. So so you didn't know it was my George Bush until I started bobbing my shoulders. <laughs> Abdicate. So I heard initially through Jay-Z and then subsequently through various media outlets that there's, getting interested. there's some new Miley Cyrus video where Miley Cyrus twerks in it. And I guess it's... What is a twerk? Could you, is there a country of origin? <laughs> um, how do I how do I explain this? Some this? sort of crazy new dance thing? It's it's like making your booty bounce, like when girls are like turned around and they're like, oh. I, I can't do a visual reference. I'm not gonna want to see a visual re- reference for me. No offense, buddy, but I don't need to see your booty pop. Things I don't really need to see in life. <laughs> Everyone, this is the the moments when people are like, "Oh, that's why they didn't make a video series." Uh, you're right. I do like podcasts better. Yeah, exactly. I, I so I heard about this, and I guess I've also heard that it was a little embarrassing and weird to see her doing it. I don't know that that she was kind of making a fool of herself, is the way a lot of media seem to be putting it. But but well, media she kind of probably moved like storkish. The media has a way of like you know fucking like just being brutal with pop stars and i mean i'm I'm all for it because fuck pop stars but there is i think to a certain extent where the media's criticism of pop stars is sometimes just as superficial as the pop stars themselves in which case they become that which they hate so oh oh spin on you media your but turn I, I i was like miley cyrus twerking regardless of the media saying that she's lacking in the booty department this is still something i want to see so I had to watch it. Of course, yeah, yeah, of course. I just got one question. Who the fuck has been perpetuating this idea that Ace Ventura hairdos 
are attractive. <laughs> I was like, why is he screaming? Ah! Ah! <laughs> the secret word. The secret word. Fuck, do we have to do that every time I say hairdo? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just don't get it. Your hair... Just your hair. <laughs> should, <laughs> I was waiting to jump. Should not look like Ace Ventura's. It is not attractive in any sense. And her hairdo is like beyond. Ah! <laughs> oh, God. Stop him. Everybody, stop him. Oh, my God. It's not attractive in any sense. So what you're saying is that Miley Cyrus's hair does look like Ace Ventura's? Yes. But exaggerated and worse. She worse. Oh, so Does she bad. still have like and that this partly shaved? This isn't a gender bias thing. Like I like when girls have short hair. That's totally cool with me. But not a pompadour, okay? Like <laughs> that should have been the secret word. <laughs> Seriously, I don't get it. It's like she looks. I, I can't tell her and Justin Bieber apart. <laughs> and that totally ruins the twerking thing. For me, so right when when you look at her twerking, and mind you, it might as well be Justin Bieber. <laughs> that would so ruin it. So she kind of has like this: the half her head, like the side of her head, shaved still. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah, and it's all just up and sticking out in the front, and it goes way up, and, and it I waves just right. Don't think it looks good. It's like this Guido Ace Ventura pompadour justin bieber thing and i don't like it that was slash an- such... it almost looks like from an anime like like you know how fucking weird hair looks in anime yeah 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 like bleach hair and not like the cool kind like trunks trunks of what like spells magical books it's a dragon ball z character oh see i was going with the you know storage compartment a trunk. it's actually his name come his whole family is named after undergarments Briefs, trunks, bra. So <laughs> we um, have, well, three synonyms for underwear. Yeah. <laughs> is it, wait, is that really uh, Dragon Ball Z characters? Trunks, drawers, and bra. It was, it was trunks, and then his uh, brother, his like grandfather's Doctor Briefs, and then his <laughs> uh, his sister is bra. There's no way they couldn't have had that Dra- intentionally done. All sorts of Dragon Ball Z characters' names are uh, named after weird stuff. All the Saiyans are named after vegetables. Kakarot, carrot. Uh, Raditz, radish. Vegeta is vegetable. Um, there's tons of them. I've never pronounced vegetable like Vegeta. <laughs> is that a fruit or a Vegeta? <laughs> hey, Vegeta. 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 Hey, Vegeta. Hey, Vegeta. Hey, Vegeta. Hey, Vegeta. Hey, Vegeta. What? It's time for Just the Facts. Just the facts. 
A koan is a Zen story presented to students of Zen to be contemplated. Though often presented in a similar manner, they differ greatly from problems or riddles intended to be solved. You kind of sounded like wacky, wavy, inflatable, arm flailing tube man. <laughs> that was a little intense. Sorry. Or like you were selling Nickelodeon GAC. <laughs> Anybody else remember that? It's crazy. <laughs> I love it GAC. Went... <laughs> <laughs> I had popcorn scented GAC. They came out with scented GAC. I remember that. And I got the popcorn scented GAC, and it smelled nasty after a while. It started out like whatever. After you had it for a while, it started smelling oh, I'm disgusting. Sure. I mean, it dude. smelled. I mean, it was gack after all. Yeah, it was kind of a gross substance. I don't know why my parents let me have it. Gack. What else was there? There was like phloem. Phloem. Nickelodeon phloem. That. What was else like was there? The there was, weirdest mess. There's just these. Nickelodeon went through a phase where it was just it's all these about weird, slime stuff. Like yeah, just weird substances. <laughs> but like you had, did you ever have phloem? No, I've never done Floam. Uh, never done Floam. Never, never done, done Molly. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. Cones. Koans. Cones. Waffle Flomes? koans. Whatever. Waffle koan Floams? <laughs> yes. We're not actually... This isn't an episode about the history, about learning about koans or anything. We're just going to look at some of them. We're going to contemplate and discuss them. Right. And if you want to learn about the history, well, you have internet. Yeah. And it, it actually, more so discussing than contemplating. Because if you were listening to us contemplating, it'd just be like. That's that's the sound of contemplating. And it's kind incidentally, of a sound. the sound of one hand clapping that I'm sure you've heard this before, Craig. What is the sound of one hand clapping? That's a koan. Right. But I mean, if you just listen. Craig is clapping with one hand, but uh, it's not meant Bravo, to be. Craig. It's, like I, I said, it's, it's not a out. it's not a riddle to be solved. It's it's. So would you would this be another Cohen? Um, if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's around to hear it, does it still make a sound? It very well might be, but uh, that's a popular one I've always heard. Yeah, I don't know if it has its origins in Buddhism, but you could present that as a Cohen. They don't have to be questions sometimes they're a dialogue between a student and a master sometimes they're a short story or parable they're just meant for you to reflect on and contemplate and hopefully that that will bring you a little closer to seeing and understanding true reality see stuff like zen buddhism is really hard to talk about because everything you say about it is a lie yeah it's for some reason we're trying words. to talk about it yes these actual truths are beyond any type of words that can describe them. I don't know. So let's just let's look at a few. All right. What he said. Here's one. Nanin, a Japanese master during the Meiji era, received a university professor who came to inquire about Zen. Nanin served tea. He poured his visitor's cup full and then kept on pouring. The professor watched the overflow until he could no longer restrain himself. It is over full. No more will go in. Like this cup, Nanin said. You are full of your own opinions and speculations. How can I show you Zen unless you first empty your cup? Huh. Well, that just seems like a waste of drink. <laughs> waste of beverage. That's not very Zen. <laughs> There's people out there that can't afford tea. These monks have enough tea to just pour away. Just to learn a lesson, teach something. <laughs> I don't know, but in all seriousness, yeah, what does that uh, uh, mean to you, Craig? To me, I, I think it kind of means that you have to 
you have to let go of you know all your you have to let go of all your preconceptions of things in order to you know fully understand new things and zen basically in a sense i mean that's that's how i would take it like Although it's, it's the not cups like overflowing. it's not like and i'm not saying this is necessarily your intent but that almost makes it sound like you're getting rid of some stuff so you have space for more new stuff and i know that is kind of the deal if he's filling the cup and pouring more it's forget everything you've ever learned before and let me brainwash you <laughs> not that, at all no, not at no, all not quite but you no, are on the right track at least like you have to it's basically about opening your mind right yeah and, and well i mean there is no answer these aren't puzzles that they're they're they literally most of them the thing that's my final answer the thing that they're pointing at isn't an answer. It's not something that can necessarily be discussed between two people. So, yes, what we're doing right now is a fool's errand. Right. And I, I just love any excuse or opportunity to use the term fool's errand. I want to start a metal band and call it fool's errand. Could it be uh, Viking metal? Sure. It's a but band it, from Skyrim. <laughs> you're, you're, in a sense, you're already so full of stuff. And just pouring more Zen stuff into you isn't going to do anything but fill you up and overflow you again, you know? I don't know. So you can never fully achieve. Well, maybe Zen Maybe Zen isn't about filling up your cup. Like It's about there's, keeping your cup empty. See, this is what's cool to this, because what you said is very true on a, on a on one level. It's all linguistic things. What you said is true, but then when you dig into the linguistics of what you said, you can unravel why it doesn't necessarily really encapsulate what... Zen is about. I get the feeling I that guess. after this episode, my brain's going to hurt really <laughs> bad. Like, something fierce. You're too full. Stop trying to fill up your cup, Craig. I got to empty my Zen cup. I'll be right back. I got to empty my Zen cup, too. <laughs> that was actually perfect. <laughs> yeah. No, Zen cup equals bathroom break. Well, that was a very interesting cone to contemplate. I have one for you, Nathan. The Zen master Hakun was praised by his neighbors as one living a pure life. A beautiful Japanese girl whose parents owned a food store lived near him. Suddenly, without any warning, her parents discovered she was with a child. This made her parents angry. She would not confess who the man was, but after much harassment, at last named Hakun. I hope I'm saying his name right. How's it spelled? H-A-K-U-I-N. Hakuin. Hakuin. Okay. Hakuin. In great anger, the parent went to the master. Is that so? Was all he would say. After the child was born, it was brought to Hakuin. By this time, he had lost not his... Like, rep- not like queen, but like queen. Hakuin. It's, almost, it's like two sounds. It's three different sounds. Hakuin. Hakuin. After the child was born, it was brought to Hakuin. By this time, he had lost his reputation, which did not trouble him, but he took very good care of the child. He obtained milk from his neighbors and everything else he needed. A year later, the girl mother could stand it no longer, as opposed to the boy mother. (laughs) She told her parents the truth. The real father of the child was a young man who worked in the fish market. The mother and the father of the girl at once went to Hakuin to ask forgiveness, to apologize at length, and to get the child back. Hakuin was willing 
And yielding the child, all he said was, is that so? Wow. So what, what do you think about that? Kind interesting. Of, it kind of makes me wonder if he even knew what was going on. So not all the Coens are as obvious, though, as... Uh... Okay, this guy was. You think he just didn't even know what was going on? <laughs> Is that so? Like, uh, I don't I, understand what you're saying. <laughs> I mean, the guy's like, I'm Japanese. I don't understand English. <laughs> <laughs> I only know this one phrase. Is that, Is that so? so? And this phrase explains. I was it. taught to it by Rodney Dangerfield. I don't know. I watch late night comedies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Too much television on the noggin, you know. Is that so? <laughs> yes, it's so. This man has no dick. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, this one's not as obvious. Initially, I mean, obviously there's the very base interpretation that he he took care of this kid because he was such a good guy, even though he knew he wasn't the father. Right. And it didn't matter to him. But maybe it... it he on lost another... his reputation. It didn't matter to him as long as the kid was taken care of. Yeah, maybe on another level it's... Or maybe, just maybe... He thought the kid was his because he did sleep with a girl. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> and yeah. then when he found out it wasn't, he was like, is that so? Oh, Hakuin. <laughs> you and dirty in, old scoundrel, you. In the back of his head, he is going, vindication. I knew it wasn't mine. <laughs> in modern times, a great deal of nonsense is talked about masters and disciples and about the inheritance of a master's teaching by favorite pupils, entitling them to pass the truth to their adherents. Of course, Zen should be imparted in this way, from heart to heart, and in the past it really was accomplished. Silence and humility reigned rather than profession and assertion. The one who received such a teaching kept the matter hidden even after twenty years. Not until another discovered through his own need that a real master was at hand was it learned that the teaching had been imparted. And even then the occasion arose quite naturally, and the teaching made its way in its own right. Under no circumstances did the teacher even claim... I am the successor of so-and-so. Such a claim would prove quite the contrary. The Zen master Mu Nan had only one successor. His name was Shouju. After Shouju had completed his study of Zen, Mu Nan called him into his room. I'm getting old, he said. And as far as I know, Shouju, you are the only one who carry on his teaching. Here's a book. It has been passed down from master to master for seven generations. I also have added many points according to my own understanding. The book is very valuable, and I've given it to you to represent your successorship. If the book is such an important thing, you had better keep it, Shoju replied. I received your Zen without writing, and am satisfied with it as it is. I know that, said Moonan. Even so, this work has been carried from master to master for seven generations. So you may keep it as a symbol of ever received the teaching here. The two happened to be talking before a, a brazier. What? Okay, they happened to be talking before a brazier. A brazier? What the fuck is a... What the a what? brazier is an undergarment. <laughs> I know. Was tr Trunks was there? <laughs> It's a container for fire. A brazier, I guess? B-R-A-Z-I-E-R. -E I'm I showing my own ignorance. Porn site. <laughs> I thought brazier was a porn site. The two were talking in the porn site brazzers. <laughs> well, the two happened to be talking before a uh, fireplace, we'll say. 
The instant Shoju felt the book in his hands, he thrust it into the flaming coals. He had no lust for possessions. Munan, who had never been angry before, yelled, Ah, what are you doing? That's a technical foul! <laughs> technical foul! <laughs> Shoju shouted back, What are you saying? Now that's what I call a, a cone with a double scoop. <laughs> that maybe even fitting a waffle cone. <laughs> I think we'll just leave that one as is. Yeah, that was just, that was welcome. Whitey and Steampunk. At it again. I'm not even sure if I could like base an opinion on that. I was just I was more laughing at at just the thought of those two men having this conversation with each other. <laughs> okay, we have one more Cohen for you, and this one's a little shorter. I've had fun though. So, a monk asked Kagon, "How does an enlightened one make return to the ordinary worlds?" Kagan replied, <laughs> A broken mirror never reflects again. Fallen flowers never go black. <laughs> Once you go black, <laughs> Once you go black, you never go back. <laughs> you know what they say. <laughs> Tacos. <laughs> A broken mirror never reflects again. <laughs> Fallen flowers never go back to the old branches. <laughs> A rare moment of wisdom from George W. You know, who would have thunk it, you know? George W. for once in a while has, has some of he knowledge. Was apparently, he was Keegan in a former life, apparently. At least that's a, what I always figured Keegan would sound like. So basically, yeah, you can't return to the ordinary world. Once you're enlightened, you're in for life. So so it really is he's, true. He's basically when, saying... When, once you go black. He's basically <laughs> saying the monasteries are very similar to the mob. <laughs> no, I'm actually making light of all this. Uh it's interesting because the thing is, you never enlighten enlightenment. That's that that's that e word. You never achieve it as a Zen. As it's like a, ecstasy, a practitioner of Zen, you either love or hate that word. It's not. What's so weird about Zen is that I mean, like like you said, studiers can either love or hate that word. Like you can have so many different wavelengths on the spectrum. Yeah. See, there's no such thing as enlightenment. But at the same time, there is an experience that is quantifiably similar, like it makes the world a different place and makes you a different person. But at the same time, nothing changes. But at at that moment, would you consider yourself enlightened? See, that's 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 that E word. That's what it all comes down. That's words. That's the W word. Words. (laughs) And then at the same time, hungering and thirsting for enlightenment is is a surefire path away from enlightenment. But at the same time, you're never going to find it unless you do have that hunger and thirst. It's, it's, it's a catch-22. See, 22. this is where, like you said, your brain's going to hurt the more you think about it, yeah. which is why zazen, sitting zazen is the essential practice. And we're not going to talk about that. If you, if you have an interest, look it up. It's just like, uh, you know, what came first, chicken or the egg? No. Is it like just that. like that or is it... I mean, I mean, like you know, just that, is, you, that well, is a koan. I, I don't, I don't know if that came originated from Buddhism, but that is definitely a koan right there. You know, and it's something that if you, the more you think about it, the more you're going to hurt yourself. Well, in the in the noodle. Yeah, I mean, I think Alan Watts put it: Does a tree exist to create seeds, or do seeds exist to create trees? You know, and it's it, the answer, of course, is I would, neither. It's well, a, I would hope seeds would exist to create trees because seeds don't give us oxygen. Trees do. But, uh-huh. Yeah, but you're not going to get trees without seeds. Exactly. You're not going to get seeds without a tree <laughs> to produce them, though. Ooh. You stumped me on that one. 
Well, I've got a quick recommendation for you folks. Gonna bring it back to music like I like to do. As uh, you are one to do. Yeah, I, I fucking love music and it's eclective always all over the map here. I I was I was debating whether to do Slingshot Dakota or Code Orange Kids. And now that I've mentioned them both, I guess I'm doing them both, which which is stupid on my part. I could have stretched that out and had two recommendations. Yeah. yeah. You're just like wasting stuff. So I got two recommendations for you. Two albums. Always making me look bad. <laughs> I actually didn't mean to. I was just going to do one of them. But uh, we got Love is Love, Return to Dust by Code Orange Kids. That's a Pennsylvania hardcore band. Now, was that what you were listening to when it came down into the secret room? Today? Yes, I was listening to... It, it's pretty good. It, it's I, kind of, I liked it. I enjoyed it. I'm a hardcore fan. So. Yeah, it sounds a little metal, but it's undeniably or distinguishably punk music. So yeah. it's loud. I felt punk, the hardcore so. in it, but I can see where you're coming from where it has, it has metal influences. Yeah, it definitely sound a little metal too. And when you get down to it, I mean, the differences between them really aren't that great. You know, they're still... Nowadays, I think there is, but that's why it's hard for me to find hardcore punk that i like because most of it sounds more like metal than punk right but, but i guess like with the hardcore you're always kind of expecting the more like discordian it would be discordant discordian is a religion discordant, discordant would be the <laughs> yeah it'd be more discordant ah, that was the see, word i was looking for usually though, right <laughs> when i like i like hardcore that's like sounds like fun energetic punk not angry aggressive metal you know what i mean yeah well i can like that too and this is actually right. much more like aggressive, angry music and I than think, it is uh, like, fun, hardcore punk. But. Like a, a band like Dance Gavin Dance would fall into that happy, fun. Yeah, to some extent. Yeah, 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 they do. A lot of it does. I, I, that's what I mean, they have party songs. me to a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's not necessarily what I mean. But you know that kind of minor threat... You know, that old school punk. Right, yeah, let's yeah. Let's go. Let's get up and... Yeah, Misfits it wasn't necessarily... And... They, they had a social indignation, but they weren't like... Yeah. Yeah. And then um Hey, social distortion, yeah. <laughs> Slingshot Dakota's on the complete opposite side of the spectrum. It's just two people. It's kind of like a keyboard, guitar, drum project. I know I listed three things. I I don't know how they keyboard, do it. Guitar, I just drum. love it. It's it's great. Well maybe they're using a guitar. Problem solved. Very non abrasive. Melodic. Melodic. Um a little more interesting like an... weird time signatures. Yeah. Nice female vocals. Actually, both of these bands, I always forget Code, Code Orange Kids have a female vocalist, too. And you wouldn't know it by listening to it. She screams, she screams her fucking heart out. Just like uh, uh, the chick that used to be in I Wrestled a Bear once. Yeah. yeah. And the chick that's currently I've, in I it. But... always have. Uh, well, they broke up, didn't they? I thought they just got a new singer. Maybe they did break up. Did, oh, well, she was pregnant, so they got a new singer. She was pregnant, and that's why they got a new singer, yeah. and that sucks. And, the, but the new singer's but, a chick, too? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Shine a little bit away from music. I have a recommendation. It's a movie that just recently came out uh, to own on Blu-ray and DVD. I would highly suggest go pick it up. It is awesome. Uh, the Justice League Flashpoint Paradox. Okay. It is It is phenomenal. I've been seeing ads for this on the back of comics. The animation is by far the most... It's different from a lot of the other Justice League movies, whereas okay. it's a lot more crisp and... Like the line scaling, you know, is like edgier. Like there's like there's more distinct jawbone, and you know, they, people look like bulkier. And okay, you know what I'm saying? It's like I guess it's little, like little boxier, almost as far as like the yeah, character yeah, yeah. creations. Kind of uh, like the Batman animated series, or no? But it has more vibrant colors. Okay, yeah, because so, that was all dark. Yeah, yeah, Justice League would have to. Yeah, and it's it's basically a 
Barry Allen flash story. Cool. Uh, he's, you know, all worked up because, of course, one of the things that projected him through his life was the death, death of his mother. And that's what, you know, eventually turned him into wanting to be a superhero. Or, I mean, at least, like, do good for the world. And then, you know, the whole powers thing came in and he was able to become a superhero. You know he's got his own TV show coming out, right? That makes my heart sing. I a love live action. He, it's going to start with as a Is cameo. it going to be as bad as the one in the 90s? <laughs> no. only made well, a pilot? <laughs> well, it's going to it's gonna start crossing over with Arrow. That's so, so awesome because I love Arrow. But it's going to be less dark. It's going to be – he's going to have his costume. It's There's going to be more powers. They're approaching it very different from Arrow, but it's going to be in the same universe. Right. Well, the thing is with the Arrow is it's very grounded in reality as far as what happens, you know. Yeah, they they had a quote that the characters from Arrow are going to be reacting with great what the fuck to right, him. Right, well, because as far that... as as far as Arrow's concerned right now, it's not like there's nobody in there with superpowers, you know. Yeah. They haven't even made mention to Superman in the show. So, obviously, he's supposed to be kicking around somewhere, right? Yeah. Should be. But it's great. So, he tra- basically tries to, God forbid, use the horrible cliche of running really fast to to turn back time oh. <laughs> and save his mom from when Is that what the Justice League movie's about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And basically, in doing so, he succeeds, but fucks up the future. Yeah, that's so, why like, you don't yeah. fuck with the past. He returns to it and, love. and you basically is like, you know, it. he he created ripples and everything's different. Like Superman's uh, alien ship crash landed in Metropolis instead of Kansas. So he's been like a lab rat. You know, he's picked up by the government first instead of the Kents. Okay. So like that's crazy different. Um, there's a huge war between the Atlanteans and uh, the Amazonians from Femiscura. Okay. And basically humanity's caught in the middle. And, like, that's the big thing. Like, Lex Luthor's a good guy. You know, like, a lot of Clayface well, is a is. good guy. Well, like, that's weird. <laughs> but thinking of it, you know, watching it, I feel like it's not so much as they're good guys. They're just trying to fight for humanity. Which most bad guys actually are um, doing in their own Hell, Jordan ways. isn't the Green Lantern. There is no Green Lantern. Uh, okay. There is no Flash. But he lost his powers, and he had to get his powers back with the help of Batman. And... That right there is the biggest twist to this that was just, like, mind-blowing to me. I'm not going to spoil it at all. If you want to know, you should see it. But there is something very different with Batman and the Joker. And I I don't don't even want to tell you because I want you to watch the movie. Are they gay lovers? No. Oh. No, but no. It's it's, We'll keep it in the family, though. Okay, well, that's enough for what we have today. Uh, We really should get a move on. Um you should definitely like us on Facebook, Fairpoint Podcast. Go to Facebook.com. Slash Fairpoint Podcast, of course. I mean, yeah. I feel, I figured you don't have to type it in the web browser. You could just search Fairpoint Podcast, can't you? It yeah. It come up. Type it in the search bar or Facebook.com slash Fairpoint Podcast. Either way, you know, pick your poison. Uh, we always have stuff out. Uh, cool photos, you know, keeping you updated on what's coming out in the future. It's always a fun time. And, of course... If you have any suggestions, but you don't have a Facebook, you can always just send us an email, fairpointpodcast at yahoo.com. That's the classic. Yeah. And YouTube. Check out the videos on YouTube. If you're listening to the episodes, you've probably heard most of it, but there's also promos, previews, and in the future, there probably will be more. Uh, I know the last few weeks, we haven't really posted anything new on YouTube, but it's coming. There's more stuff coming. There's more stuff on the way. 
And in following that Facebook page, you will see a mystery unfolding over the next few weeks. Something special is coming, and there will be clues. Or Ooh. I don't know. I don't know how how much clues there they're going to be, but something. There's a really cool episode coming up, and uh, we will be hinting at it over the Facebook. And make sure you uh, keep your eyes glued. We are soon, soon, so very soon, but maybe not soon enough. Uh, coming out at secretroommultimedia.com. That will be our launching ground. Yeah, you don't have to keep them glued there. Just keep them peeled for it. I think that's... Well, I, I'd rather have them glued. Just, <laughs> just sit there For, for now, it just says under const- or coming months. soon, right? Yeah. Under construction, coming soon. But, you know, it, it'll be there. Just periodically check it, I guess, until you see something change. Until next time, from The Secret Room... I'm Nathan Kapiser, and I don't pop Molly, I rock Tom Ford. And I'm Craig Lewis, reminding you to stay thirsty, my friends. Vegeta, Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, Vegeta, hey Vegeta, Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, Vegeta, hey Vegeta, Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, 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 hey Vegeta, Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, hey Vegeta, I'm a vegetable.